0: retail adventures podcast with kaiser bender and baum i'm jason the baum and kaiser bender and baum and with me as always are rich kaiser and George Ann bender hey guys hey everybody
1: hey jason hi rich
2: how are you guys
0: doing well back after a uh, a long weekend um i feel like we've been living one continuously long weekend though so um uh, with you know work work in the middle of it it's very strange this is like a long working weekend (laughs)
1: long weekend from home because the scenery didn't change
0: (laughs) yeah exactly still not still not going anywhere at least it's spring what's
1: happening what's happening in the world right now rich and i sat through tornado warnings which is when you take the entire family and all the animals and you go down to the basement you stay there hunkered down until you pray it's over we went through a couple of those and flooding. So wow. we're ready for spring.
0: Well, it's eighty degrees here and sunny.
1: Nice.
0: We we did have one day of downpour, um, uh, which was nice for the grass, but other than that, it's been very dry here. We actually had fire warnings. Really?
1: Well you can have yeah. our you can have our rain. We've had an excess.
0: <laughs> no, I'm good. We're done. <laughs> Just give me some some nice weather that we can actually do things outside. I you? feel like nice. that's a general consensus, no. right?
1: Nice weather and the opportunity to actually go outside and do
2: something. Yeah. I was watching the television news this morning, and a lot of people were outside and uh, looked at a resort that I've been to a couple of times in Lake of the Hills. Uh, Not Lake of the Hills, Lake of the Ozarks. Yeah. uh, Oh, my.
0: (laughs) Yeah, they were a little too close for my comfort. No
2: separation whatsoever. Nothing. Nothing.
0: Yeah, there were there were some statistics that I was looking at. I'm not going to read them because I'm not going to get too in the weeds here. But um, it confidence levels have gone up dramatically in the past two weeks, especially this week. Um, consumer confidence levels. And I think just general, I think we're all just feeling a little better. Like it got sunny and we all got our vitamin D and now we're like ready to kick ass. <laughs>
1: From our own backyard.
0: Yeah. Yeah. Right. Well.
1: I mean, there, there, are, there are different places figuring things out. In uh, Brooklyn's Domino Park, they actually put giant circles on the grass so that a family unit would stay within within those circles, and they were properly social distance. as opposed to some of the other beaches we saw where people were right on top of each other. And, you know, I can't wait for the next two weeks when all of their viruses rebound. But I, I Brooklyn's... Uh, Dominol Park figured it out.
0: Brooklyn, New Jersey did really well this weekend. Uh, there were um, we always go down to Wildwood, our family, and um, they they did like a walk down the boardwalk and showed how everybody's social distancing and it's okay to come here. And here's what businesses are actually opening because I think in our minds yeah. we're thinking it's going to be a ghost town, but in reality, I mean, it wasn't it wasn't super packed that it felt uncomfortable watching, um, but it looked like there was life. Which was good to see. Yeah,
1: did people practice it? Were they practicing good social distancing?
0: Yeah, I think for the most part, people. I mean, look, the New Jersey boardwalk. I mean, you've <laughs> you've been to the New Jersey boardwalk. Talking each other. Yeah, but this was good. This felt like um, it felt like the boardwalk before eleven a.m. You know, when people are out there actually yeah. like bicycling and exercising. And
1: Rich has only seen the boardwalk uh, in Atlantic City in January.
0: What are you doing on the boardwalk? What are you doing on the boardwalk in January?
1: We were speaking at a. Funeral directors convention that they always hold in Atlantic city. And you know what? It's, it's still the boardwalk and it's still, you know, there's still convention hall and there's still all these really cool places to look at. It's just that there's nobody there. Mm -hmm. (laughs) So we just would walk from casino to casino.
2: Watching uh, television. And you know that I ride a motorcycle. I was looking at all the different groups and a, a group that, uh, goes to a a frequent place that most bikers go to up here in the Chicagoland area was a mob scene. Um, I watched it on television. I didn't go. But you know what? I sensed a little bit of anger that was brewing um, in a lot of the participants when the the news anchors talked to them. Um, Their answers were short if you don't want to catch it don't come out here kind of kind of answers and um so that attitude i think people are really tired of being told you can't go and you can't do and i think that we're going to see less of that i hope as we start to somewhat open up restaurants and places to go and let you let you go legally but most of the crowds yesterday that were on television that they showed were so big that there was no no police force or no no one trying to manage the uh you know the distance separation yeah i think it's gonna break
0: down into like groups of how you just generally feel about the whole thing and your confidence level right there's some who feel very cavalier about it and are being not nearly as um cautious maybe as as some of the health officials are saying to be um and you know there's no federal response so it's state by state and every state has to figure out for themselves and some states are going by data other states i think are going by <laughs> or is there an armed gunman at my capital and do i need to decide to open it up <laughs> so
1: yeah you know i don't like how those people are being cavalier though with my life if there's oh, yeah. a requirement to wear a mask put a mask on and if there's not did you see the did you see the the videos on tv this weekend there was um we have two kinds of shoppers out there. There were those who were masks and those who refused to wear them. And there was a video clip in one of the grocery stores where a woman came in with her kid and she wasn't wearing a mask and everyone else was. And they, the group literally threw her out of the store. I mean, people are serious about wanting this to be over and done. So we can go back to some kind of normalcy, but we can't do that until, you know, People start to pay attention to I'll take some shots for this because people are saying, "I don't to wear a mask, but I don't want to." You know what? Then stay in your house. But I'm seeing I don't be around, too. I don't want to be around you if you don't have one on.
0: I hear you. Did I'm you, the same way. But there's a you know there's stores that are saying we're not going to give you business if you are wearing a mask.
1: I know it's crazy, and you know what? It's a it's it's two it's two different groups, and and we're just going to have to learn to dance with that. There was a. Two, two hairstylists in Missouri went to work while they were having coronavirus symptoms, went to work, cut people's hair and they've impacted now 150 plus people. Mm-hmm. I mean, come on. They're not, they're not telling us to do this because it's kind of fun to wear a mask. It sucks to wear a mask. They're doing this because they're trying to protect people. And I'm with you, Jason, my daughter's having a baby any day now and, if I want to see that baby, I have to quarantine and not be around people and be really careful. And, and so for me, I mean, I just don't want, I don't want to get sick obviously, but there are reasons, big reasons not to be around people who don't comply.
0: Yeah. I mean, I have, I have two quick, quick things on that. So, you know, that trip down to Wildwood that I go every year with, you know, I go with uh, four other, five other couples and now it's, our our children too and we made the decision you know this this week we're not going and we just we just even though it's outside you're still sharing a home with other people you're sharing bathrooms with other people right. and even though they expanded okay you could go from 10 people you know your your circle of 10 to now 25 in the state of New Jersey it's outdoors and they're really pushing outdoors they're saying outdoors you're much you're in a much better position than you are indoors because indoors you're just breathing all that air and you're on top of everybody. And it's hard to social distance. And you know, so we had to helped. make a tough call. Yeah. And the wind helps. Yeah, the we wind really had helped. to make that tough decision. And a lot of people have to make those tough decisions and they don't want their summer canceled. The yeah. other thing I want to say real quick is my brother's a police officer in North Carolina. And I don't know if you're following that, but North Carolina had their biggest spikes over this weekend They went from the average about 400 to 500 a day to 1,100 and then went up again to, I believe it was like 1,500. So, and that's a state that opened up partially um, and was under a lot of pressure to open up.
1: Well, Rich, you know, you're talking about the bikers being out. I want to say three weeks ago, um, my husband and I went to Lake Geneva, and this was before Wisconsin opened up, and there were bikers. It was a beautiful day. There were bikers everywhere, and they were stopping at all the the bars along the way from my house to, you know, in Richmond, going through Richmond, and they weren't wearing masks, and they were, you know, just, you could tell they were having a great time, glad to be there, and I thought, that's great, but, you know, stay <laughs> away from me. Got to ride your bike by yourself, Rich, right?
2: Been doing it.
1: <laughs> not as much fun but that's what you have to do now you know that I love a good rat because my kids, my kids had my daughter had a
0: how's that uh, for a segue I say,
1: I love a good rat people who know me know that my my daughter had a 7th a grade science project that involved a rat in a maze and we kept the rat afterwards and they are surprisingly like dogs the rat would you could throw it a ball it would bring it back the rat would hang out with the cats and it would sleep with the dogs. It was, you know, it we would watch TV with us. So, but that's different than the rats now that are all over cities now because they're hungry and they're looking for food. So now we have these aggressive super rats because they're looking for food sources now that restaurants are shut down.
0: I was going to say in Manhattan, they're the size of dogs. So
1: and now they're the size of ponies. <laughs> Because those rats are hungry and they're looking for food.
0: I, I don't think I've ever not seen an aggressive rat, though, to be honest. I mean, I worked in Manhattan for, for a while, and I, I gotta say, those rats are pretty, they're, they're always aggressive. They'll bring you a slice of pizza. Have you ever, did you ever see that video? No. <laughs>
1: what is it? I, I Google yeah. rat bringing a pizza.
0: Yeah, just Google it.
1: <laughs> you guys, I wish you could see Kaiser's face right now because he's looking at Jason and me like we're out of our minds. <laughs> <Yeah. laughs> That's okay. We have some good news, though retailers have been calling us and sending us emails and telling us that America's Mart and Dallas marts are going to happen this June, that they're going to be opening it up, which I guess it's easier to when you have showrooms than it is when you have to have booths, right? It's Kind of like opening a mall.
0: Well, you can limit how many people, I guess.
1: Yeah.
2: Well, if you have a showroom, you can't, you probably can't accommodate all the freight you would if you were in a convention center. So it's pretty easy to do a, you know, a fifteen by twenty five or thirty foot showroom and display product. I think is brilliant. And uh, and it does give it does give the opportunity customers come in, touch, feel, have good conversations in, in a private way if they want. So and it's I'm like a store, right? There. I'm I'm very pleased it's, to hear that.
1: Yeah, I am too. It's like a store. If you normally can hold in your showroom forty people, you probably can only let in twenty. So it's a little bit easier to police than it is a big trade show. Although we're really looking forward to big trade shows coming back.
2: And they will. I
1: know. I just want it to be sooner. I want this all to be done. So you guys, are you ordering a lot of, uh, are you ordering a lot of food online for delivery to eat at home?
0: Yeah. Yeah. Doing a lot of Instacart.
1: Are you rich? Are you, are you ordering a lot?
0: No. Why
1: not?
2: As a matter of fact, Diana and I make it a date that uh, we get out of the house and we go, you know, we put our masks on and we do whatever we're supposed to do. But we just enjoy being together and walking in the in the grocery stores. They're not crowded. Uh, it's it's not an, uh, a problem with buying what you want. We haven't had that problem. But you know what? I mean, we just had an enjoyable time together. and. Going crazy if I'm not up in the office. I'm in the house, and that's it. It helps to get out. So we have which is it. A,
1: which is unusual for you because you like to eat in restaurants.
2: I always eat in restaurants almost every night. That's that's probably just not now. It's not now. We're close to getting something. Okay, but
1: are you are you going to restaurants to pick up food to bring home? Oh, I might eat do at that,
2: home? I might do that, but that's my McDonald's you know, it's the same adventure, right? Get in the car, drive through and get it and then go home.
0: never heard buy. McDonald's referred to as an adventure. <laughs> I guess today yeah, it no is. I
2: guess it is now. <laughs> yeah. Ooh. That's, that's not like going out to eat. I can't yeah. wait. We're going to be open in Illinois the end of this week at 50% on the outside of the restaurants. And my prediction is where I live, it'll be a 10 hour wait. <laughs> Mm. Uh, that's everybody's jumping
1: if it's like amusement parks they'll take reservations where you know they only so many people can be let in at certain times and the reason i asked you that question jason you gonna say something
0: yeah i was gonna give a quick story about mother's day i think i might have told this so i apologize if, if i'm repeating it but on mother's day i picked up uh dinner we picked up for the first time uh from a restaurant and it was local we like to support local businesses and um they were finally doing something and they had mother's day special so you go and you pick it up and they put the the food on a a table in between these french doors so you don't have to actually have contact Um, but i gotta say it was the first time that um, i was really out and doing stuff and there was a line Um, everybody was social distancing but it just still didn't feel very good (laughs) being that close to people for the first time Um, and they did the thing where like you make a reservation for a certain time and that's when they're gonna have your food ready yeah that didn't happen Um, because it's really hard to do it um, and and accommodate as many people are probably calling and trying to get food right now so
1: right here they make you if you pick it up yourself they make you sit in the parking lot in a numbered space and you wait for your food and we don't do that a lot but when we when we do order dinner we try and do it directly so that we make sure that the restaurant doesn't have to pay any fees um, But the reason I asked that question is because Uber Eats has put together a microsite where restaurants can create a virtual restaurant so you can have actually have two online restaurants so there's the name and the menu of the physical restaurant say we're talking about um, we're talking about Applebee's. So there's the Applebee's menu and a place to eat there. And then there's a different name that they can choose and a different menu, but they share the same kitchen. So for example, Rotisserie Roast has uh, on their logo, it says crafted by Boston Market in small lettering. And it's being tested in Miami and Philadelphia. So you think you're ordering from a place called Rotisserie Roast, but it's really Boston Market. Why? Apple, Apple Because they're they're trying out, you know, different brands to see how it works. Boston market. I mean, uh, Applebee's has neighborhood wings and it's in 750 restaurants nationwide over the last four months. So it's the, it's the name Applebee's is still in their logo too. But the one that, the one that is really, gets me is Pasquale's pizza and wings. So Pasquale or Pasquale is one of Chuck E. Cheese's animated characters. So now you can order from Pasquale's Pizza and Wings, but it doesn't say anything about Chuck E. Cheese and its marketing. So customers are complaining that, you know, when I bought this, I ordered from this restaurant, Pasquale's Pizza and Wings, thinking I'm ordering from a local restaurant. And the guy from Chuck E. Cheese wheels up. (laughs) You know, I, know, I, I don't know if you guys, have ever you will be there at some point, Jason? Rich, I don't know if you've ever oh, been, been there.
0: there.
1: You don't go to Chuck E. Cheese for the food. No. At least I never did. What do you
2: think about Isn't that? Isn't that the
0: aggressive rat you were talking about earlier? In I'm gonna Chuck tell you e. what I Cheese.
2: think. I, I think that those restaurants that hid their corporate name and called it something else were probably really concerned about it. This stuff sucks. At least it won't ruin our big restaurant business. Yes. I think they honest to goodness I think they were taking a chance and they didn't want to make a mistake. And I and yeah, I wrote I, that this morning on a site a retail site and uh retail,
1: ro- retail Wire.
2: Yeah, Retail Wire and uh you know unlikely I got four likes some you know somebody but but I said that it was a protection. Um uh, I was amazed that like Boston Chicken wouldn't blow its name up on a
1: pack. Boston Chicken <laughs> Welcome to the 80s. Boston, Boston market.
2: But on some of those, you well, know, they say you can't even tell where it's coming from. But I'm not well, de- you know, is that deceptive, that deceptive though? The Kitchen business I started in California I about six months ago.
1: I don't think it's deceptive if their name is in the logo. Not you deceptive. Know? It's deceptive. It's, Neighbor, na- it's Neighborhood Wings by Applebee's. By Applebee's.
0: Yeah, I guess neighborhood wings by Applebee's is one thing. That's okay. But if you're gonna call it Pasquale's pizza and whatever.
1: Well, here's the thing about that. So if what I said is true that people don't generally think, hey, let's go to Chuck E. Cheese for pizza because it's kids, you know, kids' pizza while they're trying to win games, they featured a thicker crust, extra sauce, new blends of cheese and seasoning, um, better than what's on the Chuck E. Cheese menu. So maybe they maybe they thought people wouldn't order from Chuck E. Cheese, but, so they tried a new name. Either way, so the, it seems to be working.
0: It's a focus group.
2: And it's a competitor to Chuck E. Cheese. They won't go to Chuck E. Cheese because they like the other one.
1: I still think, though, that if, if I cheese. ordered something from a restaurant and it came literally came from another restaurant, I don't think I'd be a happy camper. No. No. All right, let's talk about what's happening in retail. Tier 1. Mm -hmm. so pier one has announced that it's going to go out of business permanently and close all 540 of its stores after it was unable to find a buyer for its business after filing for bankruptcy protection earlier this year i don't know about you guys but i can literally walk through my house and i can in every room i can show you something that we got at pier one it's like my go-to place to get dishes and i love dishes um it's it's been a part of my life since I got my first apartment, and it it has continued. I I still shopped in the one not too far from my house almost every month. It's a it's a sad day that they're just closing up.
2: Why? Why, why are, is it sad? Why are they? Clo- I know they couldn't find a buyer, but you know George.
1: That's why. So they were they were. But in how do they get to, to that protection.
2: point? I guess. Yeah. How well, did they get there?
1: They got there because they didn't keep up. But still, I mean, regardless of how they got there, to me, when a, a major retailer like that loses their way, it's sad.
0: Well, talk about pennies, right?
2: They their well, buyers had incredible eyes. They they, they 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 were beautiful stores to go in. Always you could find or desire to buy something in that store, which really surprises me that now they lost their way and they couldn't even sell it. Wow, I never saw but that one been, coming.
1: Oh, it's been coming for a long time. Their stores, that here they they started closing stores this year. They're actually closing the store near my house. Um, but it, it, last year they did a they did a big relay in the store near my house. It's in a it's in a town center, and they took out some of the room settings that they always had. You know, that you could go in, you could say, oh, I could buy this whole table, the room setting, and they put in some tall fixture racks, um, like Lundia wood fixture racks, Rich, remember those, Yep. that you see in like an at-home store or a warehouse store, and they were using those on the floor to store dishes and merchandise, and that's, you know, that's not who they are. They really, really were the first store that was a treasure hunt. And they started, you know, when when sales started going soft, they started leaning towards to other things, and it just they took away the ambiance of the store that they had. But it, they lost it's been identity. coming for a long. They lost their identity. Yeah, it's been coming for a long time. But even when it has been coming for a long time, it's still sad to lose a retailer that's been around for a very long time.
2: Well, George, Do you attribute it? Category now of retail is that category of retail still healthy? Yeah. Who's who's in it? Home Goods.
1: TJ Maxx, Marshalls at home.
0: Um, it's not all the TJX companies.
1: <laughs> they are, but, but I, have you been to a home goods store?
0: Oh yeah.
1: Oh my God. I get, you know what I could spend, I can't buy clothes cause I can't find anything I want to buy, but I could go into a home goods store and lose my mind. We did a couple of years ago, Rich and I redid some travel agencies and we needed to buy. I mean, we need to buy everything from desks to, you know, throw rugs and, and iPads
2: and, and and decor, George I mean, every,
1: finding everything. Charlie. We went to we we went to TJ Maxx. I'm sorry, we went to Home Goods. And within an hour and a half, I had pulled groupings of of items to do you know, the the displays in each one of those travel agencies.
0: Do you do you lump um and Maybe I'm wrong here, but would you lump like a Bed Bath and Beyond and a um, Christmas tree shop? Well, I guess they're not Christmas tree shop anymore. They're uh, what are they called now? Um, they rebranded. But yeah, the Christmas tree shop into that or no?
1: No, no, because I mean, look at think about a Bed Bath and Beyond store. Now, Bed Bath and Beyond—they have a new CEO now. John Hartman just went there from um, from True Value Hardware this month. Um, he's a good guy. Their stores have everything from candy at the registers to K cups. There are drug stores in their stores and you know, they have some of the, some of the decor items that you'd find in a home goods kind of store, but nothing that's comparable.
0: Mm -hmm. It's kind of like a variety store. Hobby Lobby kind of has some of that too.
1: They do. Oh, you're right. They do. Hobby Lobby has a lot of that stuff. Mm-hmm. But I still think nobody does it better than nobody does it better than HomeGoods. And Pier 1 had the opportunity to be like that, I, but I think they just lost their way.
0: Did uh, COVID-19, was that like the nail in the coffin for this? Is that why they, they didn't get a buyer? Do you think in a different environment there might have been a buyer?
1: What do you think, Rich?
2: No, I don't think it, because I didn't see anybody else really complaining <clears throat> over the over the business environment, like, like Pier One, so I, I don't know what happened. I really don't. I'm
1: sure. It's, I'm sure it had something to do with it. I mean, if you look at if you look at Neiman Marcus, if you look at Nordstrom shutting stores, um, I'm sure that it had it had to have something to do with it. But they were in bad shape beforehand. But at least they had a plan.
2: The only thing is maybe size got them. You know, compared to some of the other competitors that they were up after in a tough, in a tough, tough market, maybe that was a play. Mm-hmm. I'm not sure. Right. But it's been a long time coming. Mm-hmm. It hasn't just clicked on when this virus deal clicked up.
1: A long, sad time coming. Yeah. So the other thing that we discussed today on Retail Wire was whether Apple and other retailers should require shopper temperature checks. So on RetailWire.com, if you don't follow it, Rich and I are part of the Brain Trust. And there are a group of retail strategists, um, obviously in the retail industry, who weigh in every day and give their thoughts on it. And uh, every, almost every single one of them, there might have been one or two, um, said that it was important for retailers to provide a safe shopping environment. And if temperature checks are part of that, then you know, you, you can't. You can't um, not do that. One of the brain trusts, Jeff Weedauer, said that 20% of shoppers are confident that retailers are providing a safe shopping environment. 20%. So, you know, when the government tells you, hang those signs and, and wear your masks and sanitize, you can't afford to let your guard down.
2: That, that 20% really bothers me. Why would they think only 20%? when everybody's top of the mind on you know keep it clean. Seriously do
1: you trust that every single store that you plan to visit will follow everything by the letter when we're already seeing people go into stores that in states that require masks and people aren't wearing them I see I mean in Illinois it's a requirement our our governor is hell-bent for leather about you know stopping the stopping this virus in our state and a lot of people think he goes overboard but in this state you you're not you're not supposed to walk within six feet of somebody without wearing a mask but when you go to the grocery store there are people there who don't or or the ones that pull the mask down under their nose
0: yeah i love i, I it was uh this, i was talking to someone we were we were outside and they came uh, like a, a neighbor and they were they were across the street, but they went to talk to me and they pulled their mask down so they could talk to me. I'm like, oh my gosh, people just don't get it. But I think it depends on where you are. I mean, I, I think there's a lot of people that, like we, we were saying confidence is up, but at the same time, if you're not going to adhere to safety standards, I think that eventually people are going to go to places where they feel safe, right? They're not going right. to go to the places that aren't doing the right thing. We were even talking about that with takeout.
2: Do people, right. have, do people George, have to wear... The uh, mask when they go to a grocery store today.
1: Absolutely. Well, it depends so on your state. In Illinois, you don't have in it, Illinois, come in. Illinois, it's not an option. In many states, it's not an option.
2: So the thing which that, is the thing that they stick your head with, right, to get the temperature, whatever they do.
1: They some of them. Some of them you walk past it and it takes your temperature. Other things they touch your forehead. Um, I think there are different ways to do that. They
0: touch there are your forehead. There's different ways that
1: they're doing. It. Yeah, yeah. I think they touch your forehead, or not? They don't touch your forehead. They That's a terrible the job. <laughs> they shoot the thing at your.
0: Yeah. I don't know if forehead. temperature. They they say temperature checks aren't even that like great at catching it anyway.
1: I was going to say there are people too that run that run a hundred degrees normally
0: yeah well, I was gonna say the c d c put out guidelines for safely opening and and operating a business a workplace a, a a restaurant and retail space and you know it's like nineteen pages you can read it. you can go to the c d c and and there's all the information you need on how to properly do it. People are saying well, there's nothing that says well, there is um sure. <laughs> you should read it um I just don't think it's being talked about enough and some people say, well, it's too strict. I don't know. I'd rather err on the side of caution than just be Cavalier.
1: Illinois just put out our state's guidelines this week. And we talked to a retailer in um, Michigan who she had just received her, her, you know, list of what she needs to do in her state. So I think if only 20% of shoppers are confident. Retailers are providing a safe shopping environment. That means that we have to up our game and, and not, let people think that we're you know we're letting customers in that don't want to adhere to the rules because you know you're only you're only hurting your perception in the long run.
0: It's your job to keep me safe. If you're if right. you're running a public space, a, pub, a retail shop somewhere where you're going to get general public going in and out, it's your job.
2: Yep. You, know, you you talk about it, you know, and, and we've talked now, George and Jason and I and a, a bunch of people have been talking. Signage, 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 but nice signage. You know, signage, I call it assurance signage. will assure you that we're doing these things. Don't see as many as I thought I would see when I walk into stores. I see you must wear a face mask. That's about it. Uh, but I think like anything else in advertising, spaced repetition, again, mm-hmm. And again, tell them what we do. You know, George, we talked about the Kroger's and how they created a sign package. It was incredible.
1: Yeah, it's on our blog, retailadventuresblog.com. You can download all their signs.
2: Yeah, I mean, it's amazing and they're positive and good. Uh, I tip my hat to that company and I wish they could have gotten those signs or something like that in every store. Because you know what? you can. It's to you saying i'm doing this for you so you do this for me that's the attitude
1: rich and i kind of differ jason on the softer signs i think there i think there are signs that can be softer but i think when it comes to i think you can politely say in order to in order to enter the store you must wear a mask i think it can be short to the point and required i don't think it has but then other ones can be flowery but for me i'm okay that as long as they're polite, if it's in an in-your-face sign, I'm okay. Did you see the the pictures this weekend that where restaurants are getting really creative? Like they they there was a picture I think it was may, it might have been in France where people are sitting at a table and this big lampshade-shaped bell plexiglass thing goes over you <laughs> so that you know it, it's and it, it completely encompasses your head so that if you if you sneeze or you know you cough or anything you're coughing into the big plexiglass lampshade
0: you're literally in a bubble
1: you're <laughs> in a bubble own, so
0: your That's... own personal bubble
1: all i could think about was god love the person who has to clean those things
2: you don't complain Can you Imagine they that? complain they just drop it on top of you <laughs>
1: Somebody gets them and go to the bathroom, clocks himself in the head.
0: Do they clean that? Gosh, I don't even want to think about that any more than I already am. <laughs> Thank you.
1: Well, there was a, a picture of um, uh, one of my Facebook friends went back to work and they hung shower curtains in between clear shower curtains in between each station for the, the hairdress, the hair designers. And I said to her, who's cleaning those in between every customer? She says, what are you talking about I said you you have to clean them in between every customer so if you can't social distance the amount of footage somebody's got to be cleaning those things I don't want to do it so retailers are getting creative Leon and Lulu is owned by Mary Liz Curtin we had Mary Liz Curtin on the retail adventures podcast as a guest and uh, so she decided that she, she is just she is doing such a great job on social media and Facebook lives and and email blasts. I mean, she's, it's phenomenal. Leon and com. Anyway, she decided she was going to have a contest. They have to, a jingle contest, have customers create her jingle because people have not um, created or they don't have a jingle. So she's offering, if you write, if you write our jingle, you can win a thousand dollars.
0: is that a you- good idea? are you eligible i think you should write
1: know. it i already have written like several of them
0: i know you have a ton in your head you should you should absolutely write it you should go do for I hear it. my
1: favorite hear yeah. my favorite yeah let's do it so leon and lula are a dog and a cat and, and i envision this as a cartoon of the the dog you know chasing the cat and hopping over the cat then a the cat turn around and hopping over the dog right you know what i'm saying it's Leon and Lulu and Lulu and Leon, a treasure hunt. De- I gotta do it again. It's Leon and Lulu and Lulu and Leon, a treasure hunt design with you and mine.
0: Housand bucks. My
1: initial one was. You
0: better it's start Leon writing the check. And
1: Lulu and Lulu and Leon, <laughs> the best that you can find for your behind.
2: <laughs> that is going to be an earworm all It's a complete day.
1: earworm. <laughs> I have, I have several versions. Please. Come Here's on, the- Rich. I'm I'm good at writing jingles. Admit it. Admit it, Kaiser. You make me Your sing about plans has a jingle. for jingle. First, huh?
2: Your dog. What?
1: My dog has a jingle. Said. My cats had a jingle. My kids have a jingle.
2: Sing said.
1: I'm not singing said.
2: Here's what's good about about this mental attitude within stores doing these kinds of things. It's giving them an opportunity to become a banner retailer better than they've ever been before, because they've really thought things through. They've tested themselves about items. They understand, I'll guarantee you, they understand the dynamics of inventory control. They understand the dynamics of personnel in the store. This has been a, a tremendous learning episode that'll make everybody stronger than ever before if they participated in opening and doing right. these things, really.
1: And you can have so much fun with your customers. I mean, look at that. Come on, a jingle contest. That's fun. You know, I, who does that? Mary Liz. I, mean, and a...
0: I love it <laughs> because i I was just, you know, we were just talking about um jingles my wife and i because uh the michael jordan documentary if you haven't seen it it's fantastic that it just was out on espn it's the it's the highest rated sports documentary i think of all time they said which is crazy yeah. um and they were had the i want to be like mike jingle yeah. for the uh you know i don't i think that was like it was a movie i think it was wheaties that he did the i think it was wheaties or one of the or or no it was gatorade gatorade um but that's okay. So we can remember what that jingle was for and how long ago was that out? Um, I was also doing the one indubitably for whatever that, that frosted cereal was in the eighties. It's like, I just rem- these things are ingrained frosted in flight. me. Yeah. They're it's in, it's in, uh, ingrained in me. So I think having a jingle is great and that's like a lost art. And I'm, when she was on, I, I remember I was really happy to hear that. about that. Yeah. What is
1: that? Uh, what was the name of the show with Charlie Sheen and John Cryer? Two, two Two and a half men. Two and a half men. He was a jingle writer. Did you ever see the episode? <laughs> he
0: where said
2: he... his tagline was I make an exorbitant amount of money for doing less than nothing. <laughs> <laughs> he was, uh, would you see the he decided he was going to write children's books all based on jingles?
1: Oh my God. Okay, you guys have to
2: watch that. Anyway, oh. you know, I think that, you know, that's creativity for Stomp On retailers to stay in the race with other retailers that are saying, I'm going to do it. We're going to survive this thing, whatever yep. it takes.
0: It's a distraction, it's too. It's fun, fun distraction.
1: Um, retailers are retailers are finding that connecting with their communities is having a, a huge impact on their businesses. So on, online, they have or on Facebook Live, they have a lot of local people shop for them, and obviously people that shop from out of state, too, but they're they're doing things like, you know, showing their social conscience. So it might be that you know, well, Old Navy donated 30 million bucks in clothing for families in need. Other retailers, smaller ones, are donating clothes that they can't sell um, to local people, so they can use those garments to make masks. Uh, one of the retailers that Rich and I know um, is taking. Food donations at the curb. So they're asking people, and I think she gives a small discount or a gift or something if you, if you bring in um, packaged goods or canned goods and donate them when you pick up your when you pick up your your order curbside, you get X. Or you know maybe they're doing a percentage of the day donated to a local charity. It's important, right?
2: I would make a suggestion. You know that everybody knows that many people have lost jobs or have lessened their income because of the, ch- the changes wrought by the, the, the virus. Um, I would, if I was a retailer today, George, I thought about this this morning. If I was a retailer today, I would be making plans on a thrust from my store to accept clothing for children that are going to go back to school because it's not far away from now. And there's a lot of people that'll have a hard time um, you know, buying those things, and, and so if you have really gently used, you know, I know you can go to Goodwill, but I love it when you and I saw that pet store, a pet store, a pet store that had fixtures in the front outside with coats, with shoes, and all those things, and said with the sign, do you remember, need it, take yeah. it. I mean, you know what, stand up and help people. And uh, That
1: was the coolest thing, it was. So in, in, in our county, in, in St. Charles and in Geneva, this woman had this great idea. I wish I could think of her name right now. She put rolling racks outside of stores where she had permission. And the thing was, if you need a coat, take a coat. If you don't need one, leave one. And so there was this rack of beautiful coats and boots, and, mm-hmm. and people could come. It was cold out. People could come. If they needed a coat, they could just take one. And I thought, what a great idea. This is just some lady who decided that, you know, people needed to be warm, and she put it outside of her store. So, you know, I think that, that and anything. And, you know, George,
2: you know what the hand grenade was for me when we talked to her about that? I said, The hand grenade. Well, here it is, because this was an explosive point. I said, you're in a marketplace that has an average income far above what the average income is in America how can this be important in this parking lot, in this shopping center with all these upscale stores? And you remember what she said? You'd be surprised at how many people are sleeping in their cars at night around this place, not in a shopping center, but in the city proper. You know what? The needs are never gone.
1: You never know. You never know. There was a a piece on, Sunday morning one week where they showed people going to places to get food at local churches and food dispensaries. And there was a guy who, you know, six weeks before had a job and he didn't have a job anymore. and He wasn't getting unemployment yet because he was self-employed and it was a mess. And he, he said, I never in a million years thought I'd find myself here, but you know what? We're all finding that we have to do things that, that we didn't think we'd ever do before. But I think that's honorable. That's honorable to do that.
0: Yeah, there's a bakery down the street from me uh, on our main street. And they, um, you know, they have been, I mean, all businesses aren't doing fantastic right now that are brick and mortar, um, but they organized along with another business that's local here, um, a food drive for hospital, you know, for uh, the hospital workers and uh, and donated a lot of um, baked goods to the hospital. I mean, they're not selling nearly to capacity what they had been um so they had goods to 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 be able to do it and uh, and they organized the whole thing it was really great and a lot of people in town participated in driving it over and and giving yeah. it to the workers
1: you got to continue to show that you have a social conscience
0: yeah absolutely I,
2: in our presentations i always love saying it your job is to be a great corporate citizen and if you are the citizens will take care of your corporation and i yeah. really believe that
0: I'm seeing a lot of things for graduating uh, seniors too. A lot of businesses are organizing things for the graduates. And I mean, gosh, I can't even imagine graduating right now from high school into this, or even from college into the workforce. Uh, Gosh, I feel bad for them. They're all going to be contact tracers, I think.
1: Mm Well, my nephew just graduated from college. And I think they're going to do something for them later in the year where they can all go back and have an actual ceremony. But here where I live, we have a local drive-in and they're doing graduations at the drive-in theater. Um, oh, that's nice. And there have been so many parades in mm-hmm. my neighborhood, you know, honking horns and balloons and people yelling. And we did one for my, for my daughter's birthday in May and my son organized it. We had, we had like 45 cars, wow. balloons, people hanging out the sunroof <laughs> <laughs> driving by honking. And then it's over. Then you just go home. But you know what? You feel better. that You can do something,
2: right? I'm just thinking that, you know, we've talked about a lot of things here. We've talked about it's not as easy as it used to be. You're going to get tough because it is a tough fight. But you know what? When I walk in the stores and I talk to the owners who are trying, I see a spirit in them that, I mean, it just dwarfs what I used to see when I walked into those stores. So I see people picking up the gauntlet. They're, they're gonna do it and they're going to make it happen. And to them, I just say, God bless you. It's a lonely place. And I know it's a tough, tough environment to be in. But if we work together, things can become incredibly good, incredibly quickly. Because I think the public is waiting for it.
1: I think you're right. I can't wait to get that. I can't wait to expect back to restaurants and shop and see people again. I can't wait to hug my kids. Imagine that Jason, not being able to hug your kids.
0: We we walked to a friend's house. They, they had a baby on March 1st. So of course we've never seen, you know, we've, we've never been up close really to see the yeah. baby. And we went over and we, we, so they were uh, on top of like, you know, they were at the top of their driveway. We were at the bottom of their driveway and just kind of like looking at each other and talking Um, It's the most conversation and and socializing I think we've had in two months. And as we were walking home, I was like, I feel much better now. Like it just feels better to just be able to have a conversation. So as that as your social circles are allowed to open up and we're allowed to get together outside safely. I think everybody's just going to have some weight lifted off of them. And maybe that confidence then will build.
1: Big time. I mean, even if, I got to see my grandson, and I had to stay 10 feet away from him. But, boy, seeing him was so much better in person and watching him run around and, you know, play ball with his dad was so much better than watching him on FaceTime or on Zoom. He doesn't get Zoom. You know, he's good for, like, two seconds, and then he's off in the next room. So, yeah, I think we're starting to miss each other, and hopefully we'll start turning a corner soon. So, in the meantime, retailers, continue to do Facebook Live Every day, a couple times a week, as much as you, can sw- as you can swing it. Send your customers email two to four times a week. Keep posting daily on social media. Even when your store is open, you can't stop those things. Now you've got, a, you've got a captive audience. Make sure that you stay close to them because people expect it and they like it. Bring it home, Jason.
0: Well, that does it for another episode of Retail Adventures with Kaiser, Bender, and Baum. This was a good one. I feel like we had some spirited conversation. I hope you enjoyed it as much as we did. We we always like talking to each other. We do this and we record it anyway, so we might as well share it with you. <laughs> <laughs> well, I like uh, that. Where where can we find it? It's retailadventuresblog.com, dot com, dot com. I don't have a website. I'm just tagging along with these guys for fun. Um, thanks again. Stay safe. Stay healthy. You know, we're feeling good right now, and we're getting out. And we're going places a little bit more than we used to be just be smart about it and for the retail uh owners who are, are listening to this you know we want to go we want to visit you make us feel safe and we'll be there uh, without a doubt because we want to support you and we, we just want to feel confident doing so and we're, we'll we'll see you next week thanks so much for joining us take care
1: bye everybody bye